It's Kuzakast time! Now, listen up kids. We all like to have fun and games on this show, but there comes a time when we need to be serious for a moment. Yes, it is with regret that I have to announce that we're covering another fucking Isekai manga. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them were trash, but some of them weren't, aka the Trash Manga Friends Podcast Episode 89! Eighth loop for the win. With seven lives worth of XP and the third princess's appraisal skill, my trash manga and I are unstoppable. And don't forget, use the code THANKSSEOBAMA to go buy your time bowling pin only while stocks last. You know, you know, you know what this show is. Say it along with me. It's the one where three people review two volumes of one trash manga. Shotgunning through Isekai to learn few are good, most are bad, and all are trash. I am your forever host, Yamamoto Jemu Sean, joined by Mike and Roshi and Philozen Saratobi. How are you both? I am good. <laughs> <laughs> I am awake and good start. I, it's, it's always a good start. And I am conscious <laughs> and I definitely wasn't this, this asleep. <laughs> I definitely wasn't asleep. Not long before recording this. Oh, you've been up for at least an hour. At least an hour, that's true. Which is <laughs> that's better true. than you were when we tried to record this yesterday. <laughs> we tried to record this yesterday and it rolled around to like 1pm. Like, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> I'm so tired. I keep falling asleep. Oh, God. Kids these days. Uh, it's okay. I'm running on pure caffeine. I mean, speaking of people who run on pure caffeine, how are you, Phil? I mean, I don't run on pure caffeine. You mean you don't hook it into your veins? I mean, I would, but I'm pretty sure the doctors would tell me that's a bad idea. Not since he was medically advised. Stop that. <laughs> yeah, it's not a great move. That, that's essentially speed at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Uh, it just reminds me, um, in one of the later seasons of uh, the Orange is the New Black, uh, if, it's not this much. Is, this is a tangent, but okay. It's a tangent, yeah, but there's one scene where there's two characters that are literally snorting coffee. And it's not like instant coffee grinds. It's like literally like stuff you get out of this huge tub for like mass producing purposes. And so it very much has like its effect of like having speed on them. And so they're like really hyperactive for a little while and then they just have the shits. Sorry, it just reminded me of that carry on. There you go. Uh, Orange is the new black coming soon to trash uh, TV friends. Well, good news, buddy, because it's another Isekai coming up. So. Oh, boy. Okay, I, I wanted to point this out, because I double-checked. It has, in fact, been, like, nine episodes since we did an actual Isekai. <laughs> and that's <laughs> Not... if you ignore Trashtacular. We didn't even make double digits, fellas. <laughs> hey, that seems about normal. If anything, that's quite a while. I was going to say, that's <laughs> quite a while for us. First Isekai of this year, certainly, of year four, so... And they call us trash isekai friends for shame. I accurate. Anyway, before we dive into that, though, there is uh, one little bit of housekeeping I need to do regarding social media stuff. So we've all seen the ahem, times Twitter are going through right now. As the uh, man I praised a few episodes back for what he did for like electric cars and space travel is um, having a moment. <laughs> so. Yeah. Good news! We're now on a host of whole shiny new social medias. You can follow us at Trash Manga Friends on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on Tumblr, 
and on Mastodon with a couple more coming in the near-ish future. Now, I should say, at the time of recording, these profiles are very bare bones with next to nothing on them other than our shiny logo, as I still need to learn how to Instatalk and Pintadon and all the rest of it. But uh, we will be uploading fun content to them soon, as well as all the usual like notifications of when episodes go live and such. We will also still be around on Twitter, even though TweetDeck's going away, unless you pay money, which I'm not. We can still do some basic stuff on there. So we'll still be around on Twitter. So if you're still a fan of the Bluebird, you'll still be able to get updates on there. But yeah, just in case that, um, just in case it dies in, say, the next six months. Uh, <laughs> in case the on, Bluebird flies away. <laughs> I, that's, that's implying that it lives happily ever after, in case it <laughs> sure. just fucking dies. But yeah. <laughs> Someone shoots down the bluebird. Someone very specific. <laughs> Either way, yes, on other social media platforms. So, yeah, I will stick this into the end of every show as well. But, yeah, to give you a heads up, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, Mastodon, more coming soon. So if anyone's shouting at me, what about Blue Sky? I'm working on it. Okay, so housekeeping out the way. Now let's let's go get truck-cunned into this Times series as we cover Wise Man's Grandchild, a.k.a. Kenja no Mego. Uh, this is an isekai manga. Uh, it originally was a web novel that ran from 2015 to 2022 for Fringe and Love and Eps. The uh, light novel version has been ongoing since July 2015, 17 points of that currently. And the manga version, which we're covering today, has been going since March 2016, 22 volumes currently. Written by Tsuyoshi Yoshioka, who has done the entire Wiseman's Grandchild franchise. Art is by Ogata Shunsuke, who's done this and a Corpse Party spin-off manga. This is not licensed, but there is a 12-episode anime, by uh, which was done by Silverlink back in 2019. You can go watch that now on Crunchyroll slash Funimation. And it's also had a bunch of um, extra stuff, like there were three additional light novels, a three-volume side story spin-off, a four-volume SP spin-off, uh, a two-volume extra story spin-off, a whole bunch of additional content spin-offs, as it were. But now we need to know, what is this all about? And how is what is the unique flavor of this isekai? Take it away, Phil. Tell us about Kenjin Omega, Wise Man's Grandchild. Kenjin Omega, as highlighted at the top, is an isekai following the story of the now-named Shin Wolford who, upon being found as a wee babby by his, air quote, grandpa, was raised in the woods and taught nothing but magic, and as a result, lacks common sense. Uh, d- d- does he? Apparently. Supposedly. Th- th- this is what we're told, Sean. He lacks common sense. Like, they're like, he can't shop. He doesn't know how to shop. And then, yeah, this later, he shops. This guy has yeah. no common sense in the same way that the other fucking guy couldn't form a party. <laughs> it's also like, I, I have no common sense. Like, but you were a human on her. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> oh, but yeah, like, <laughs> like, straight out of the gate, I have to say, A, okay. truck couldn't. He literally hit by a truck off screen. <laughs> pretty yeah. much it's, it's, yeah this guy aspect of it is about two pages which is it, it comes up in, in what we read it comes up all of twice and it's one offhand comment it, there is one element but i'll let phil finish the premise first yeah as i say this um old man who is apparently as we find out a big hero big magician greatest in the world or whatever finds him raises him but Seemingly decides to only teach him magic and nothing else, and because he's raised in the woods, there's 
never really been in society. And then they're like, oh, well, let's just send him to the Academy. So that's what they do. So, yeah, like this is the most generic shit you can think of. Oh, this is this no, is no, 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 no. It's more generic than this. Okay, yeah, sure. Black like, Summer. Don't get me exist. wrong. I'm not saying this is a bastion no, of no, I, or anything. I take Black Summer as less generic than this. Ooh, ooh, ooh now that's a, I don't that's know. A hot Black take. Summer has a guild. <laughs> this doesn't have a guild. <laughs> uh, give it time. I mean, uh, the thing with it, like. Yes, as Mike said, the Isekai concept of it is 99% irrelevant. They do give, like, one offhand thing to make it somewhat worthwhile, which is the, the magical rune system. He's Because he's able to use the Earth lingo as his runes. He's, he's able, able to, to use kanji, yeah. Yeah, so he can essentially do those a lot better because he can use our language as opposed to this world's language. But that's it. That's the only Isekai but, thing. But, no, but right Sean, now. you're forgetting. He, no. he knows he's reincarnated, but he doesn't remember anything about it. Great. Except all the times that he remembers stuff about it because he needs to remember about it. It's, it's like you could comfortably just cut the Isekai part and yes. just chalk up the whole he can do runes as part of his. He's insanely overpowered for no reason. Yeah, this is. Yeah. I mean, it essentially is that. The one thing I, w I will say. As it didn't come up in the two volumes we read, but I know from having read more, funnily enough, he does start making shit from Earth. Okay. Like he starts. He he makes a telephone, a mobile telephone. Of course he does. Yes, of course he does. Yes. <laughs> stereotypical. We, we didn't need crap. more stereotypes because yeah. he didn't need to be more broken. Yeah, basically. But it, like it does very loosely come up in that sense, but. Okay, I mean yes, that's, that's right. it's a not it's a non-zero. Yeah, that's about the nice thing I'm going to be say. It's non-zero. That's not to say that it's utilized well that it's in this guy. No, I, I, but it's I not agree. You could totally unused. Like you could very much sort of as you just say, it's it's not in this guy. He's he's great at using that there enchantment magic and is just scored a new way of doing it. And... Phil, Phil, what are you doing? You're implying that he's only good at one thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This, this boy's a walking god. <laughs> <laughs> he is very much a Gary Stu. Uh, yes. Actually, yeah, I do think that was the other thing. I think this sort of briefly mentioned or alluded to anyway. So, obviously, fantasy world, obviously, you've got magic. And apparently, this wonderful magic system works. You chant, and you've got to, and again, stereotypical, you've got to have an image of what the, you want the magic to do, how it works, kind of thing. And obviously, being. From Earth, he's got all that advanced sciencey wisdom, so he knows how to do all the stuff that way, and that apparently makes him better at magic. Oh, okay, I'd never really thought of it that way. I just, I it was more just the kid. Like I always took it as like you could, you can enchant whatever the fuck you want as long as you have the power, the magical power. And that, that's so you're thinking of enchantment. I'm talking magic spell like fireballs. Oh, okay. Fair yeah, but yeah, we do see very quickly, and they try to explain away like, oh, he was trained by fucking Merlin. It literally yeah, that, that is what his grandpa is called, Merlin. and also some other guy whose name isn't really relevant, but he's also a master martial artist and all that. Hence, where he gets um, Michael. I'm gonna I, say, yeah, that, that's well remembered, guess. but <laughs> well, I, yes. I remember it because literally my name. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I did it. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, it was me. It was me. Well, yeah, yeah. This, this I mean, is Michael the is the martial artist of us three. I'm, exactly. I'm sorry, we're calling you Michael. Mike is the martial <laughs> artist of us three. So I think that's 
something we did gloss over a little bit, you know, to add to his already brilliant upbringing. You know, during his upbringing, he could get his grandpa has lots of visitors, so he becomes friends with all these old people, let's say. Got his granddad, master magician. You got uh, Michael, who's like a uh, master swordsman or whatever. His air quote grandma, who isn't actually going out with his granddad, but they were apparently married at one. Let's not get into that yet. Uh, they're an old married couple. Whether they're still married, who knows? But they're an old married couple. No, no. Who cares? <laughs> she was like master. She's the master enchanter. And then you've got the shopkeeper. I actually don't know what his relevance was anyway. But uh, you got him, and then you've got good old Uncle Diz, and then you find out, oh, actually, all these people, Uncle Diz is actually the king of a kingdom, and Michael oh, is clear, Uncle Diz is like the one who's the only one who's relevant of this lot. Yeah. So, okay, and, and, and his and grandparents. And his but, grandparents. You know. but, but, you know, then you find out, oh, actually, the two people that come with Uncle Diz are his bodyguards, and they're the head of the royal magicians and the royal guard. Yeah, and never see them again in these two volumes. Yeah. In these two volumes, no. <laughs> and Michael was the former royal captain of the guard. Don't like, see him again out. either. He vanishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least they vanish for the first two volumes, anyway. <laughs> hey, this is the. This is very much a man. I feel like drawing a new character today. So um, yeah. there, there are a lot of characters. They keep adding characters for no reason because <laughs> none of them add anything to the plot. <laughs> He's more one-dimensional than the last. <laughs> and they all look the fucking same. Okay, I wouldn't, no, no, I wouldn't I say that. I disagree there. I, 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 I think would. the characters are for mostly, until you get towards the end where they start being like, and here's like all of Class S. <laughs> until that point, they're all pretty visually distinct. I mean, even even then, I would say they're all pretty distinct. The problem is, it's just like, here's 10 new characters. The problem is, by that point, you've got so many that they are starting to overlap. Because yeah. at that point, if you count everyone who's named, you're probably up to a, like two dozen people at that point. Oh, but man, don't you want to talk about the names? No. Do I? Just, I, the, I don't know. They're all something Von something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because they're nobility. I mean, was there anything special about... Did I miss... Are these, is this Collie-esque puns in the names? No, no, it was, it was more just as Mike said. It's just like, here's a new character. They're something Von... But something. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, at least it's like... It doesn't make you remember that stuff. Like it's it like it's oh. King Dissy and Von Erlscheid Dis. It's Prince August Von Erlscheid Gus. I mean, no, I understand in those two, he is literally the prince. Like yes. Von Erlscheid is the family name of the royal. Yes, and, 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 and the country and that, that we then yeah, yes. move over to. Yeah, uh, sure. It's just like no, I, I do agree. When you start getting to four Von Friegel and Julius Von Littenheim, and it's like okay, just like right, right. This is great. We don't need everyone to have something. It's not always Von, but it's it's, it's, it's always, Von. always Von. Anyone it's who, anyone who has that thing, anyone who has that style of name, it's always Von. Something Von something. Yeah, but it's fine, Phil, because as we learn, the country they go to, the country that I've already forgotten the name, Earlshide, Earlshide. is... It's a very advanced, modern like society where classism doesn't really... It's not, certainly when it's academic, uh, with its school, it, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. I mean, ignore the fact where most of the S-class are all nobility. It, <laughs> it's a perfect system. It's merit-based only. Ignore no. the bit where they come into the town and they show how the out poor people live on the outskirts and the rich people live on the inside. Perfect society. Prince and his aides are all in the S-class. Perfect society, as are the Dukes and everyone else. <laughs> It's one of those where you go like, uh, yeah. 
yeah, in theory, this works. But what you don't realize is that because all the rich people can afford to buy education, <laughs> yes. you still yeah. end up with all the elites in the S class. I think the big thing in terms of the academy was it was less to equalize people within the classes as such. It was more to equalize them socially, which was sort of like one of the big conflicts we see where one of the guys is like, no, 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 I'm an ability and you're just dirty commoners and how dare you not kiss the dirt beneath my feet. I mean, it is also crazy how, and again, an idealistic society, but yes. it's crazy how on board almost all the nobles are for this system where they're not special. I, yeah. Like Kurt is, like Kurt, who is the character of the uh, Prince, about, who's another character. Uh, no, sorry, Kurt. Yes. Yeah, Kurt, not, uh, not the, the The, the villain guy for volumes, yes. More like the punchline, but um, sure, he is he's presented as this crazy outsider for daring to think that even his own family, well, even his own dad mocks and hits him for daring to think of himself as above people. I'm like, this is this is very idealistic. <laughs> it's, I it's think the choice. idea is his dad in particular was very much on board with this. No, no, yeah, we don't need this classism. Like, we're, we're told his dad is like a big one. Yes. We've met no one outside of Kurt whose opinion doesn't really matter because he's a kid. Who is against this? <laughs> but like, bear in mind, this this kid is the walking embodiment of. Do you know who my dad is? <laughs> oh, he is a he's an angsty he's an angsty teen who is just a punchline. In so much as he gets punched, yes, and he like because he is very much the walking body of. Do you know who I dad my dad is? And he rocks up, and like his introduction is he goes up to the one of the female leads. And says, "You, me, we're getting married." <laughs> like uh, he's what? he's already appeared and been mocked before that point. That's uh, his like second appearance. Sure, <laughs> it's a second appearance, but this is like his main that, character that's introduction. His his conflict with the main character. <laughs> yeah. So sh should we introduce our female lead? D why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> because she's like the driving force of the plot. My oh, we'll, we'll I feel you're being that. very charitable there. <laughs> Oh, I'm like sure, if, probably, uh, but... Like, if we're talking about plot, I get to say something I haven't said in a very long time. Uh, okay, go on, Mike. Nothing fucking happens. <laughs> Absolutely nothing happens in this. They spend all this time just talking about basically nothing. The only sort of move that does happen is he moves from not being in school to being in school. I think... <laughs> That's it. I don't disagree with you here. I think it's... Two volumes of setup for the world and the cast and the <sighs> setting. And the only real actual narrative progress that happens outside of he grow he becomes an adult because you become an adult at fifteen in this universe, which is madness. But um outside of that, the only real progress is you get a like an offhand conversation that the king has with some people where they're like, Those demons are massing and I'm like, Okay, so that's that's the plot in the long run, but it's yes. very background to what's happening in these two volumes. I mean, it's yeah, yes. In 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 the sense, we don't see much in terms of that big overarching part of it. You do sort of see, as you say, that bit. You've got the meeting with the king, and then you've got the stuff going on with Kurt, which oh yeah, establishing the arc one main villain. Because spoilers, it's not Kurt. But yeah, you you've got that, which is what we end on, basically. Yeah, it's just that in this entire plot until then, it spends the entire time. I do mean the entire time, just talking up. How much of a badass this character is, this main character. Oh, we've got to, we've got to build up his harem of bitches. Yes. He has this entire, it builds up his entire harem, how overpowered he is without even trying, how cool he is, because 
He doesn't want to do chanting because that's cringy. No, he's just going to do magic on the fly. Oh, I mean, oh. I don't blame him on that one. Like, none of that Chinibio shit, please. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, like, they spend the entire two volumes, I do mean the entire two volumes, everything comes back around to how like, great this character is. And it even goes so far as the female protagonist, which is why I even brought it up in the first place, because he spends the entire time white knighting for these people. Like, he's literally like, no, you can't defend yourself. I'm going to defend you. And the entire fucking time. And it becomes so obnoxious. And, like, a little bit sexist as well, because the female protagonist herself is actually, like, the third most powerful the well, third ranked person. Oh, in the that's school. this is yeah. This was the thing I picked up on very quickly because it's not enough. It's not enough that uh, our series has to fillet our lead chin's um, like power penis at every possible moment. But instead, as you realise that all the people he's befriended in the early part before he even goes to school, by sheer coincidence, are the top four. Yep, of yep. This entire <sighs> presumable year slash age group slash entire school. Yes. Yeah, and then so that's four of them. Then two of the S-Class are the Prince's retainers, so they're obviously on board with Chin yep. and everything he does. So that's six. Someone makes an offhand comment of, maybe you should do your own magical research society. Think high school club. Yep. And then the other four are like, yeah, Shin's doing that. We'll follow. And I'm like, great. He's made this entire <laughs> class his bitches within I like, mean, a chapter. You, you don't even have to go that far. You have the whole little scene of like all the teachers after the entrance oh exam. no you're right yeah they're, they're all like, like we should be learning from like, him <laughs> they're just like what, what can we even teach him he's better than all of us just, just like within these it's two like, volumes yeah. he has Why the entire country to heal <laughs> <laughs> without oh, no, trying no. as well <laughs> even better than that sean because you've got the whole thing so we talked earlier about how he's super great at enchantment magic so you know they all get the uniforms and they've all got some enchantments on them he gets his and he's like, man, I'm going to beef mine up. Like, yeah, all right. His grandma looks at him and he's like, yeah, don't fucking tell anyone you did this. Like, oh, that's a bit weird, but all right, whatever. And then you have this whole thing with Kurt and um, Cicely, Cecily, however you want to pronounce it. Cecily, I went with. Character who looks like they've been hit in the pet face with a frying pan, yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. All the rest of the designs all look relatively normal, and then she looks derpy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, then then you've got the whole thing with Kurt and her, and basically Shingo's being such the white knight that he is, he's like, oh, it's fine, we'll, we'll just beef up your uniform, make it super great as well. And everyone's like, oh, cool, let's have a look, see what's going on. And then he does this in front of like the, the new friend group and the older folks, and they're just like, oh, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm putting this enchantment on, that enchantment on, this and that and the other, and they're like, my dude. Countries will go to war over that thing. <laughs> uh, you've, you've also missed the bit where the grandmother guilt trips the uh, the girl oh, for daring oh, yeah. to ask anything of like how couldn't just possibly just do something because you're friends. No, oh, how, well, that how was dare you. That scene is one of my two major examples of nothing fucking happening in this entire thing. Whereas like they spend an entire chapter, and bear in mind chapters are like 40, 50 pages long in this. They spend the large bulk of that chapter just. Talking to this, talking down to this girl who's got confidence issues. Bear in mind, that's one of her character traits. And so they, they're talking down to her like, "Do you deserve this? No, you don't deserve this, do you?" And at the end of it, they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I had to test you." What the fuck did we accomplish there? Nothing. Cool. <laughs> why well, would like, we? You're, why you're did we clearly do this? taking advantage of his kindness, and it's like, it's like yes, yeah. you're right. You, you, that's kind of how that works. Yes. 
He offered and she accepted. It's just that because like the the what happens in that chapter afterwards is Phil's mentioning about how like yeah people would go to war over the shit you can do that feels like that should be more of a narrative focus not guilt tripping this poor girl who's being bullied and asking for help <laughs> doing it for so long as well and it's not just being bullied like this is the same girl who Cecily who has this this do you know who my dad is guy like demanding that she marry him like that's serious shit <laughs> and like that's actual harassment and they were like, no, you have to be appreciative of the bare minimum this guy's offering you. No, I, I don't think it was necessarily that, that they were getting. They were That's of, very much how it came saying, off. Like, they're saying, you're, you're taking advantage of him. Like, you're... <laughs> you, not. Do, do, you, do you really like him, or are you just using him to, like, get rid of a problem in your life? And it's like, oh my god, you're right, I am just using his kindness to get an artifact people go to war over like they're very they're very much trying to put it on her like there's the meme of depressed people who uh, say like your friends are like no you're a good person like no 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 you think i'm a good person because this elaborate character i've constructed for everyone else and it's like they're they're very much putting that on her they're like are you sure you're not just being secretly shit it's like no. wow. I, I don't. I don't think they're going that far. I think it's more that last bit you said there is more like they're kind of go. Aren't oh, you kind of just being a bit of a dick and taking advantage of him? And then she, yeah, she's just like, as you said, she's got confidence issues, and it's just like, oh my god, clearly you're right. And that the problem is they go through all that, and then after that they're like, all right, yeah, sorry, actually, it doesn't really matter. We we know you're not. But we <laughs> had to do that because if we didn't, like weeks or months down the line the guilt would have eaten you alive but it, it's 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 very important phil that we keep this very secret as he shows it to half of his class oh yeah yeah, yeah like it yeah <laughs> and, the king of, and, and the king of the country and, and the king of the country who then you yeah. know is like okay you should never do this again i'll do it for the prince though like no no, no, no do it for him. <laughs> but it's also like the fact that like oh man you've got to keep this ultra secret and i'm like but you're going to the top magic school how do people not just look at this and go, wait a minute? <laughs> I think That's the idea is you can't just look at a thing and see its effects. You have to read the the room. I just works. feel that it's a bit weird to say oh, that the yeah. top magic school can't go, wait a minute. <laughs> Especially when they already know he's a special child. Because <laughs> I mean, we have multiple they... times they're like, let's show the let's show the testing thing. And you see, and even at one point, just to really hammer home how much how above them shit is, they do like the S class doing this again, where they cast like little tiny fireballs or they cast fist on themselves in the case of the one person and just punches. It does them. cast fist. Got, got to rip off his shirt first, though. Yeah, yeah and they obviously. just do that. And then they're like, and now it's your turn, Chin. And then Chin holds back and blows up the room with a fireball. Yeah, this might, I might be mixing the two. the entrance here. exam, doesn't he? He's yeah, like, I think I'm thinking oh, of that. Oh, hi, yes, oh, no, yes, he yes, does uh, it twice. That's the point. Yeah, I, know, I know he does it twice, but the point is he does it at the entrance exam as well, where the examiner's like, ah, oh, yes, please hold back. Don't destroy the training facility. So he's like, oh, all right, I'll, I'll do it about this strong. And like, oh my God, we told you to hold back. And he's like, but I did hold back. Yeah, you said don't destroy the training facility. I just destroyed all of the dummies <laughs> at that end of the room. <laughs> I just destroyed everything. But the training facility. I did what you asked. God, I, <laughs> yeah. not my fault. I'm too awesome. That, and that's that's sort of why they're saying he clearly doesn't have common sense. Uh, I, I think common sense is the wrong word for it. But I'm not sure what they're trying to get. I mean, at. yeah, I think it's more considering he he has common sense from Earth, and like the example they go yeah. of, like, oh, he doesn't have a clue how to shop. Like he says, I don't know how to shop, and then in the next chapter he just shops 
Yeah. I d he doesn't know how to interact socially, immediately gets a group of friends. Yeah. Immediately. Like, high noble friends. <laughs> yeah, as I say, the thing that drove me <laughs> mad with, the, with yeah. the whole, like, training, the whole, like, magic demonstration stuff was less. The first time he does it, it's fine. It's the fact that they do, they do it again with the entire top 10 strongest people in the school just to really hammer home. Oh, yeah, they are constantly trying to prove exactly how awesome this kid is. <laughs> and it's very, very tiresome. Because it's very much a case of, oh, so he'll face no challenges ever then. Cool. <laughs> Why do we care? Well, no, Mike, because he does, towards the end of the two volumes, face no, a doesn't. challenge in inverted commas. No, no. He, he, no, he spends he a whole five panels contemplating whether he should kill someone. And then and kills, then kills them. them. And then, like, super kills them. Like, un unequivocally decapitates this guy. Unequivocally decapitates them. And so this is this is how Kurt ends, by the way. This is... Kurt's end arc, as it were, after being completely humiliated multiple times and beaten up by his own dad. Yes. He they kind of drop off like very unsubtly that oh man, there was this crazy teacher at one point and Kurt interacted with them and got stronger and lo and behold you learn that that's an actual demon who was powering up Kurt, so then just basically makes Straight him into up a brainwashing him. Yeah, so then pretty much just finishes the process and turns him into like a demon berserker kind of thing. So Kurt goes to deal with Shin, who's the cause of all his problems, and uh, yeah, they they have a, a fight for all of a, a little ah, chapter, actually, in fairness. Like, he doesn't die immediately. Yeah, half a chapter or so. But there's a bit, uh, multiple things, fun things of this fight. First of all, they they start off the fight. First of all, that he's gotten in without anyone going, that's a demon. Then they fight a little he, bit. He um, doesn't turn into a demon until he sees Shin. I... But uh, then, with the whole Shin bit, Shin then pretty bluntly tells the rest of the S class, "You're getting in my way. Go mm. away." I mean, <laughs> so do that. Just Fair. In case, in case we haven't completely devalued them all, fuck off. Even number two, the prince, fuck off, mate. Just <laughs> get out of my way. And then they fight for a bit, and he's like, "Man, no, I really, oh, I, I want to help him. I don't want to kill him. Oh, but I get, I guess there's no choice to capitate." Right. Okay. His his moral quandary doesn't last long, at which point, after that fight, everyone very quickly doesn't go, oh my god, you've killed a classmate. They're like, my god, he did it! What a hero! What a god. legend! Okay, and... here's, here's where I step in, then. Okay. Go for it. I, here is my in defense of. So, we mentioned earlier that his granddad is the big hero, and we discovered the reason he's a big hero is he is the only person known to have killed a human demon. So we learn that basically demons and anything can become a demon, not just human. But generally oh, yeah, they use the term because it like at the start they go like it's a demon and like that's a bear. Yeah, it's literally yes, just it's, a grizzly bear, yes. Demonicified bear. I I always just took it as like a generic term they use in this world for it, evil. It is, but basically it is it is a process. It's the idea like their magic is running rampant as a result of their rage or something. I, I don't know. And as a result, they become incredibly strong, but they essentially they're, they're insane. There, there is no saving effect. They, they are no longer themselves. So the idea is, and we are showing this briefly at one point, when it's like, oh, do you not know the history of your grandpa and why we call him here? And it's like, oh yes, because one day he killed a human demon something no one had ever done before because they're insanely strong supposedly rare i guess because otherwise they'd just be running rampant but 
they did they do say that Kurt's appearance is the second time in living memory, which is a bit yeah, that yeah. doesn't sound right, but uh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that but that's the point because the first time would have been his grandfather's. Yeah. And the uh, the other thing to note with the flashback is that we learned that in doing so, Merlin saved this, who obviously at time yes. prince, but then becomes king. And then becomes king, yes. And we're told, you know, that was a big thing because demons are hella strong, demon yeah. human, or de- demons in general. Demons as well, it was. It wasn't just Merlin; it was um, his missus it, as well. It, yes, it was the grandma as well. Yeah, just give her credit too. Yeah, yes, I should. I believe her to... name was Medina. See, in my head, I'm like, if I knew more about Merlin's legend, I'd probably recognise that name. But I'm stupid, and I'm just like, that's not. Part of me is wondering if it's supposed to be Medea, which oh, is yeah. Medea, maybe. I yeah. think it's Medea, yes. The Greek legend. But, See, I was, I was always like, doesn't Merlin always get paired off? And I'm blanking on the name now, and it's driving me mad. Morgan, that's it. I mean, Morgan looks like. Yeah. I don't think they get paired off as such. Adversaries. But yeah, a lot of times idea, in like, but, stories, if yes. they're like Merlin's with someone, it's Morgan because, oh, opposites attract or some shit. Uh, mm. Fantastic writers, yo. But anyway, go on. But yeah, so we learn human demons, hella strong. People apparently freak the fuck out about it. Apparently, there is no way to. Un- do it, I guess. Apparently. Not that we're told, anyway. So, I mean, also, there's only been one instance of it, so I hardly doubt anyone's in, trying in living, that. But... <laughs> in, in humans, anyway, and in yeah. living memory. So um, when Kurt turns demon, it's basically, well, we've got to kill him, I guess. Like, there, there is no saving him as far as we're aware. I, I, the difference there is, from the implication I got, when it was Merlin, it was just some guy that none of them knew who had become a demon. This time, yes, don't get me wrong, Kurt's been portrayed as a twat, but yes. um, they're not to the point of I'm going to have like five seconds of indecision and then be okay with cutting his head off and have no real. <laughs> and I, okay, I say no real. They do give the minorest bit of lip service to every now and then. Chin's like, oh, Kurt, oh, I, I killed yeah. him. <laughs> there's like a few frames in there where he's like, maybe there's some semblance of him still in there. <laughs> it's like, but that. No, it still ultimately yeah, ends up with him. That's part of the problem there. He's, he sort of has that. He seems to be in there. Maybe I could try and talk him down. I'd, again, but then, but then he does very soon but after then, that. But then he, he just basically him. goes, no, no, he's going to blow up the Academy or something. He, it's more that he just gives up. So even though he's the god of this world, he just gives us, like, he tries to stoic punch him to incapacitate him at one point, and that doesn't work. And then he just, just goes, do well, guess I'm out of ideas. And <laughs> kills him. <laughs> yep. Guess I'll just. Cut off his head. Guess he'll die. You're the strongest person in this entire planet, I feel. Just <laughs> yeah. fucking pin him, like put him in a bubble. I don't fucking know. Never heard of <laughs> a, him in a dungeon. <laughs> but then that's sort of the whole point. So he kills Kurt, and then the reason everyone's like, oh my god, you're amazing, you're a hero, rather than like, oh my god, you killed our classmate, is because he was a demon. They're not going, oh, he was our classmate. They're going, holy shit. Something that has happened exactly once before has happened see this is the other example i have of just this thing meandering and not going anywhere so over the two volumes there was seven chapters yeah that's fine they're all like hey, 50 no, pages long. Got, don't forget chapter zero the, the very the, important the one establishes that it's an isekai sure yeah. it's very oh, important that you know it's an isekai phil to establish that he was maybe suicidal but probably not so there were seven chapters <laughs> and uh, to be fair yeah, i only read chapter zero because you opened the first volume and chapter zero is clearly part of it so yes like, okay, yes it is sure yeah. 
Like it, it is a it is a prologue, but it it's a, it's like three pages. Each of the chapters is about fifty pages long, except for chapter seven, which is half the length, and literally spends the entire time just saying how awesome our main character is. Wait, wait, <laughs> what are you on about? Oh, you're saying only chapter seven does that? No, no, I'm saying literally, <laughs> it's half the length, and they spend. All the time being like, yeah, you killed a guy. <laughs> That's the entire chapter. I was like, why is this here? <laughs> why is this relevant? Like, we covered at the end of the last chapter that people think he's awesome for doing a murder. And, and then <laughs> Seven, they just, they just spend the entire time going like, oh, yeah, you killed a guy. And he's like, yeah, I killed a guy. Yeah, you killed a guy. I killed a guy. <laughs> I killed a man. <laughs> That's all it is. It's so <laughs> completely pointless because we covered this. Why did you waste a? I was gonna say a whole chapter, but no, they didn't even make it a full length chapter. For, thank fuck they didn't, because that would have gotten tiresome. <laughs> like, why even bother? Because now you know. Now you know he is a hero, at least as great as his granddad. <laughs> I mean, I wish they'd spelled that out in the narrative because you've done a better job there of explaining it than this series does. It, it, yeah, for, like it, okay. it, for for what little it's worth, Sean, I'm pretty sure the next chapter spells it out very explicitly. Uh, fair enough then. Like, uh, are we being strict. screwed by the two volume format again? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's you being screwed. It's it's more just like literally, if it's not. Oh, the next I, chapter, I feel we've learned everything about what this manga is in these two volumes. <laughs> Like it, it very much is like, ah, oh, yes, you've killed a demon. Here is the demon killing award. <laughs> Utterly pointless and sans plot the whole way through. <laughs> like the the you guys are being very generous. I feel by calling this all set up for a wider story. Like I, I have no real indication that there's any story to be it's, had here. It's setting up the cast and the setting. Like there, there's no there's no story <laughs> from the, what the I can see. Story will be demons bad, kill demons. Almost certainly. Like the next volume is just going to be the person who like made Kurt the way they are. It's presumably going to be going after them next, and that's the first major arc, probably. That or you know, Kurt finds him in chapter eight and kills them immediately. That's also entirely possible. Not Kurt, <laughs> Shin. I mean, yeah, maybe he comes back. I, don't know. I mean, if he comes back, he'll be like, "Thank you, Shin. Thank you for killing me. You were right. <laughs> Everything you did was correct." And you should feel no guilt about killing a human. <laughs> Excuse me, may you remove your pants so I may fillet you? Oh, even in that fight scene when he says people, like, tells everyone to get out of the way, you're just in my way because I'm so awesome. Like, even then after the fight, they were like, oh yeah, we saw that you had this, so we just turned around and started watching. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. Guess, yeah. I guess this is a positive. The The other girl doesn't want to suck his dick yet. She's like, yes. Um, well, no, 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 because she was like, oh yes. I totally want to do that until she saw uh, her friend was clearly in love. But you know that one. I... Give, give it a few volumes. Also, yeah, that, right, I mean, right, okay. She, she's in love with him. Pearl. She's like she could be like I don't know all she wants. She's in love with him. No, no, no. That's fine. That, okay. That's not my issue here. Oh, sorry, might be. I'm gonna say something which is going to make Mike very happy for various reasons. I'm sure. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm excited. I've never felt happiness before. The fact that they see each other and they're just like my god this person i must have them it it it's infuriating it's oh, oh i was hoping you were gonna say they bang <laughs> no, no, no i thought he was gonna say thing. why haven't they banged already yeah it's, it's just like 
So the thing is, we did fly me to the moon. And this is why I think Michael loved me. And me and Sean, we both said, no, fly me to the moon. Fine with that premise. Because it was like the very central premise. It plays it off nice and well. It, it was its unique gimmick, was they get married immediately. and then, it, it was... Yeah. Guy sees girl, guy proposes immediately. Like it, it was a bit of a gag, but it was the central premise, and they played off really well. We trying talking about Kurt tried to do that in this thing. It provides an <laughs> alternate. No, he 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 had an arranged marriage with her. It was different. I don't even think he had an arranged did, marriage. No. I thought that was the implication I always got was that they had an arranged marriage, but I mean, she was not happy with that. This thing, like, I, I, I don't know. It doesn't. It's not super clear. Say one way or another on that. If it's the I mean, I'd marriage, ask him. If he's just like, dead. <laughs> So for That's me, it's cool. almost like um, Nimona from the new Pokemon game. It's like you, me, married. Oh, I thought you were going to be <laughs> Nimona from the new Nimona Netflix animated movie. But, no. no, just just like <laughs> you, me, me married. married. Yes, look, Nimona is a phytosexual and she's great. So I won't have yeah, any... yes, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Definitely better than Kurt. Well, <laughs> That's a low that, bar. That wow, wow, that almost feels like an insult. Yeah, that count is better than Kurt from Kenja No Mejo. Oh wow, <laughs> thanks. The official I mean, that, unit of that is now. a bar. I'm not saying it is the bar, but it is a bar. But it just sort of had that same sort of energy of like you, me, married. It's like rocked up and like I like this one. <laughs> it's just like was it, was it arranged marriage? We never told it's an arranged marriage. I mean, he, he just, just says he, they're married. Just this she moment, they're going to arrange it, telling everyone they're married or getting married. Saying, that, that was the inference I got that it was. Like, I, I could believe it because they're be both taught. nobility. So yes, sure, sure. But also, that's also the second time where he tries to then pull rank, even though the prince of the country is there. It's like, how, did you not learn the first time? And apparently, it's illegal to do that. Yeah, like, yes, it's it's not I mean, a, yeah, it's not illegal. It, it touches on to how in this society, nobility aren't allowed to swing their nobility dick. It's specifically in the academy; they have a rule: everyone is equal. So everyone is equal socially, and that's why S class is full of. The rich nobles. and the poor. The, <laughs> full of nobles and that one overpowered guy. It's, it's full of, you know, top of the country. And then this motherfucker who just may as well be God. I Maybe he is God. I don't know. He's got reincarnated. Yeah. That, that's a Jesus thing. Take that, Alice. <laughs> that's a character. There you go. Right. What is it? <laughs> yeah, I, I might just throw the names of the S class in here throughout this the rest of this episode. The, the, the Thor, I remember that one. Oh no, he no, he has a he has a character. She. He's the prince's escort. She, no, P, right? Thor. Uh, Thor was a girl. I'm pretty sure Thor was a girl. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Uh, You're thinking of the, the other one was the guy who rips his no, shirt. I know off. Julius is a guy. Christ, <laughs> I thought I thought they both were. No, no, basically all of them are ladies in S class, apart from no, no, because there's Tony. Tony's a guy. Oh, okay, okay. So about fifty-fifty then. Okay. It's it's about yeah. I think it comes out to about fifty-fifty, but it doesn't matter because they're all his bitches. They're all yes. shins bitches. <laughs> yeah, yes. they're all like totally on board with it as well. In record time. Yes. I mean, in the nicest way. Mean. Guy guy walks in and is like, "Hi, I'm the strongest person on the planet." <laughs> yeah. You know all these mythical, legendary things. Look, it's, I get professional curiosity, all right? It's more just the fact that they're all within mere chapters of meeting him, mm. fully willing to suck his dick off. It's not even... No, clean off! No, it's not... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's fine, he can probably just grow another one. <laughs> yeah, a bigger one. Like, yes, that's what I wanted you to do. <laughs> Two of them, in fact. Oh, no, this is 
Yurotsugi Doji all of a sudden. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you, can, you can have two dicks. Two dicks is a thing that exists in real life. It say. is I, a thing I'm, that exists in real life. That's true. I, I remember a guy doing I remember the time I the Q and, Did you read the same Q&A I did many years ago about, hi, I have two dicks. Let me yeah. explain how this works. <laughs> AMA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was um, it's the fact that a lot of them are like DTF this guy before they even meet him. <laughs> They're just like, oh, yes, I've heard this guy's here. I must have him. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes not quite so serious as that, but yeah, like everyone's like this guy supposedly has no common sense, which I took that to mean as social skills. Except he clearly has all the social skills. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. Like common sense seems like the wrong. Yeah, term. like I, I feel yeah. like that was a bad translation. Like, I, I, to giving them, I can that. see kind of what they're trying to say with it. I can't well, think, I think what you would call it. Though. I would go. Probably, yeah, probably translate because there are a couple of times with the translation you look at it and go, that, that doesn't quite add up. Like, there's one point where Maria implies that, oh, I wasn't successful in getting in. And then you go to the next chapter and there she is. And, like, oh, okay. Guess they got that wrong. Yeah, y- yes. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing about it because supposedly, like, if you do go with the idea that it was a mistranslation, they meant something closer to social skills or something similar. I don't, I don't similar. think it's necessarily. Like, I don't know what else that would mean. A- aloof, kind of, like, not socially aware, I guess? No. Yeah. Well, it's like, even if they did that, A, he supposedly has all of his memories from his previous life, so that presumably no, uh, is... No, this, this is how they very cleverly sidestep that issue, Mike. Okay. You have one panel where he's like, I am a reincarnator, I come from another world, but I don't really remember anything about it or who I was. Just happen to know that one little detail. All right. But he remembers mobile phones. <laughs> yeah, it's literally, he goes, I'm a reincarnator. I don't remember anything except all the things I very specifically and conveniently do remember. Like my entire language. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is how I do all of my magical bullshit moves. <laughs> but even if you go with the idea of he has no, he's aloof, he has no social skills, whatever variation of that term you want to go with, Go with that idea. The idea is he's here to learn how to act sociably. Except the first thing he does is make all the friends without even trying. Second thing he does is he gets roped into doing the commencement speech of the year because he's the top he's ranked. The top he's star. the valedictorian. Yeah, yeah, like he's top ranked in the class. So sure, whatever. But then he like nails the speech. Straight no, away. no, no, he, Mike, because, because Mike, he he added a joke, and no one ever thought to yeah. add a joke. <laughs> no one's ever thought to add a joke before, which is apparently both. An insult and genius at the same time. Oh, it's what you added comedy to your speech, man. Now I really want to suck your dick. (laughs) But the the weird thing, funny thing for that, for me personally, was that I was reading it and they were like, oh my God, you added a joke. And like, did he? I had to go back and read it again. I honestly didn't understand what part was supposed to be the joke. I think he had like a comedic levity at one point, like a quip. So not like a, hey... So what's the deal with airplane food or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the idea was something like he said something to the effect of "I'll try to do it without crying" or something. Yeah, and apparently that was really funny. <laughs> so funny that the king then was like, "Oh no, I'm not being upstaged here. I've got to add a joke." <laughs> yes, he did. Like, I'm le- even I'm learning from this boy. See, comedy—it's a thing we can do in speeches. <laughs> we we can have fun. <laughs> What is this emotion you call fun? <laughs> F- 
fucking hell, this thing's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I can't by all rights say I didn't have fun with it. Uh, I mean, I'm laughing at it I'm, with yeah, you yeah. guys. I'm laughing. That's that is fun, which is apparently a thing we're allowed to do in the middle of talking, I mean, according to this manga. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's good. It's no, just a, no, I feel <laughs> you, you're having fun in the same way you had fun during the Sword Art Online episode. Oh God, I had so much fun during that episode. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I get that I'm stretching a bit to say anything positive about this because man, there's not a lot of positive to have in this. It's really not. Like, anything that you might consider to be good or even alright, it's, it's really generic. Like, it's been done. <laughs> I feel its strongest element is it has a ton of characters that artistically all pretty much stay distinct. Oh, I, I don't even I, agree Which I know that. you disagree with, but I don't mean film with, like, like, I think character design is... I'm not going to say it's good at it, like, don't get me wrong, it's no tight Kubo, but, you know, they're all unique and distinct at least. Okay. Yeah, okay, so I have an example of this, which you guys might disagree with, and that's fair. But you've Us got the... disagree with you? Never. Well, it's just like, I would understand you disagreeing with this one. The rest of the time, I'm absolutely correct, and you can't say otherwise. Oh, empirically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All yeah. your opinions on Oshinoko, objectively true. Yeah, objectively, yes. <laughs> like, statistically speaking, true, yes. Anyway, um, so, like, you've got the, the main old people. You've got the, the king, and then you've got Merlin and... Med, 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 Medi, Meridia, Meridia, whatever her name is, yeah, those Madeira? people. Madeira cake, yes. yes. Grandma. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, you've got those, so you've got those three. Ignoring the king for the moment, you've got the, the two old wizards. The prince has two, like, aides with him, two guards, two escorts, whatever they want to call them, and they yep. look like younger versions of those characters. And I'm flip-flopping as to whether or not that's intentional or not. Because they look like, like the, the two escorts that the prince has look very, very similar to the old people. Like, it look like just you, younger versions of them. You think the jacked guy looks like a younger version of Merlin? I do think that, yes. That's well, a take? <laughs> that, that is definitely a take. I, I like, the stuff like that where it's like, if, if that wasn't intentional, and it might have been, to be fair, because like the king and I his mean, two escorts. All I'm saying is that I saw escorts. young Merlin in Fate, and he wasn't ripped. So I'm, uh... <laughs> you see young Merlin in this as well. I'm assuming young Merlin in Fate is a tiny lolly. Oh, he's girl. a boy. Oh, boy. oh damn. Oh, oh no, fuck. Merlin's not a girl. God, what? Crazy. That's Da Vinci. Da Vinci's a girl. Isn't King Arthur also a girl? Uh, da- nah, you're gonna have to be a bit more specific. <laughs> king Arthur, no. King Arthuria, yes. <laughs> King Arthur, no. King Arthur, maybe sometimes. King Arthur, no. <laughs> King Arthur in a swimsuit, yes. <laughs> or the King Arthur in a swimsuit on a motorbike, also yes. <laughs> King Arthur the Space Police, yes. Um, I, you know what? This... <laughs> there is King Arthur the Space Police. You know what? King this is Space Police in a swimsuit, also yes. King you know Arthur what? in a beret, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this is my fault. Fate. I'm sorry. I did this. Let's talk about the manga again. Uh, I want to talk about King Arthur some more. <laughs> but how many King Arthurs were there? I don't think we've don't, gone through them don't all Don't open yet. that. More than Quincy's. <laughs> There's more King Arthurs than Quincy's. And let me put it this way. They're adding more King Arthurs every, <laughs> every update, pretty much. 
Well, we're an alternate universe King Arthur's now, so... Hey, you know what? There may be a King Arthur in this series as well. <laughs> Considering we have a Merlin. <laughs> I don't think Merlin is supposed to be the Merlin. It's just the like we need powerful magey name. Merlin. I suppose that's one info dump it's not unloading on us yet. It hasn't been like, and now here's every continent in the world and everything. <laughs> We're very much focused on our one country. Yeah, here, here is a detailed socio-political breakdown of the planet. Like, they have not done I, that. And Phil will say yes in a moment. I'm assuming it's coming, but <laughs> not there yet. You, you do get a bit more about the world at some point. I don't remember when or how much, but... You know what? That that's that is a thing in its favor. It's a very small thing, but they only give you information when it is relevant. That's more than some manga we read do. There you go. They don't they don't info dump you. Yeah, most of it is much. like they say something and it's then immediately used. Yeah, yeah. yeah in some yeah. regard, yeah. That, that it's a small point in its favor, but it's a point it in is. its favor. And so far, it's been pretty okay with it but it can just feel like oh by the way we just thought but this new thing we need to tell you about oh yeah there's definitely a line oh did there. you not know there's this uh, this is actually there's another way that shin is the greatest thing to ever exist <laughs> oh yeah we stick. yeah 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 <laughs> he also god we could just he's, do an entire he's the king of games don't you know <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah that that's the kind of parallel you almost have it's just like king yugi king of games he picks up a game he's just the best because he's the king of games well also because every game they invent is just Yu-Gi-Oh with different rules <laughs> i mean yes there is that fact there as is well. that unless you read it's like dungeon dice monsters so it's just like you so it's just like unless, <laughs> unless you read the manga in which they play other games yeah they play knife hand yeah but <laughs> that, that was hand. that was like volume they, zero so you had they, they had played tamagotchis and uh, locked into yugi yet you, you, you <laughs> said yugi you hadn't locked into dual monsters yet yes dual monsters in they, they play air hockey with explosive chemicals. Of course they do. They play, let's roll a dice, and in a tie, you win, and <laughs> highest loses, and he rolls a six and somehow still wins the game. <laughs> no, no, you don't win until you roll the dice. Proceeds <laughs> to throw the dice. Yugi blocks it with the Millennium Puzzle. It splits in half. He's like, haha, you rolled a seven. <laughs> now I'm going to make you blind for life. Yeah, yeah. Season zero, Yu Gi Oh is uh, ah, what the trip. a psychopath. Fucking <laughs> love the original run of Yu Gi Oh. It's kind of being like you beat me at a card game. I'm going to build a theme park designed to kill you. It's it's great, but it also couldn't have stayed that for the entire for like <laughs> no, the no, next twenty years. Yeah, like, realistically, <laughs> they made a good choice. <laughs> the pop but yeah, point is, yeah, I, I could see you calling our uh, protagonist here the king of magic. Uh, something will come up, and he'll also be the greatest ever at it. They'll be like, oh man, now we have to do a limbo contest, and he'll be able to fucking break his spine or something so we can do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like to just be like, oh, I used this magic that one person ever before has done. It took me like half an hour to learn it. Actually, no, what I'm on about, he wouldn't be able to do limbo. His dick would get in the way. No, uh, he'd, he'd find a way. He would Bend space-time. So he could still have he the biggest dick. He magic gate magic, which yep, everyone's like, that. holy shit, you can yes. cast You can teleport, well. yeah. Yeah, because he just, he just instinctively knows how to do this shit, because he's a super genius. So I, I will bring I think that's more because he's been on Earth, so... Yeah, so this, this is one of the examples they actually give later on, where he uses his Earth knowledge. I don't think this is a massive spoiler. 
Yeah, because we can teleport in real life as well. I don't yeah. think you could possibly <laughs> no, spoil he's, this. He's if not teleporting. <laughs> this is the thing. Because he does actually say this at one point, like, whoa, you can teleport. And he's like, mm, no, it's not quite teleporting. Effectively, what he's doing is he is bending space time. So teleporting. Oh, so he's, it's a wormhole. He's just it's a, made it's a wormhole. wormhole. Yeah. He's made a Stargate. Yes, basically. It's even large and circular. So yeah, it's a Stargate. Yeah. Like, that, that's basically like at some point he's trying to teach other people in the class magic, funnily enough. And one of them wants to learn how to use the teleporty gate spell. And he's like, well, you know, because magic is all based on your image when you're casting the spell. And my image is you got two points in space. They're on a flat plane. Just bend that so they touch. It's like, yeah, that's, that's what a wormhole is. Einstein would be appalled if you read this. <laughs> Scientifically rigorous it is not, certainly. <laughs> but the point is that is very much a concept from our Earth. And you would also be like, they do what with Japanese cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> they made Why me rock in that fucking? <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't they even fucking yet? <laughs> uh, uh, Eureka. No, there's, there's no Eureka to be had in this manga. There's just, yeah. There is only pain. Like, everything in this manga is so generic. Uh, it's been done before. Like, and don't get me wrong, it's not the most generic thing yeah. out there. Like, we literally don't have level systems and, like, I mean, I was about to say we don't have, like, different ranks, but oh, they do. Oh, I mean, classes, no, classes are ranked, items no, I'm, are ranked. I'm going to defend that one in this one particular. Yeah, no. We, we have that here. We have different set. They just use F through S rather than one through five or whatever it is used yeah no they they do have it but it's at least used in a slightly different way i guess so i can give them that but yeah other than that it's the, the little things we do get are pretty damn generic and when they're not being generic as such it's just boring like nothing happens in this the entire the totality of the plot movement is in first in two volumes which is over God knows how many issues of whatever magazine it was in originally. It, the entire movement of the plot is he goes from being reincarnated, sure, whatever, to being awesome, and then he is awesome at school. And then that's really it. Like, th there's no other defining plot points in this. Like, you can't, you can't sit down and do a detailed analysis of, like, how he got from point A to point B, because... There's no letters in between point A and B. I mean, there's also, to be fair, like, there doesn't need to be in that sense because he is depicted as high awesome. school boy age. Him suddenly going to school doesn't really need a lot of explanation or anything. It's just, yeah, you should really be at school. Why have we not put you in school yet? Go to school. But that's it. That's all you really get. Even when you get what is generally, I'm going to generously refer to as a fight scene at the end of the second volume, it's just. It's just sort of there, and he wins. It's like, you know the trope, wait for Goku? Imagine waiting for Goku, but Goku was already there. And did no training beforehand. <laughs> yes, and did yeah. no training. Like, they didn't, they didn't have to wait for him. He was just there, like, oh, I'm already here, you can go. It, it is very, <laughs> yeah, it is very much about, like, where, where is, like, firstly, why is he going to school, really? And secondly, like, where, where are we even going with, with it? Like, as I say, we have the offhand line at one point that this de the demons are massing. But otherwise, it's like, where, where are we? Where are we going with this? Just... Goes to school to learn social skills, which he clearly doesn't need because he has them. Like he, he just has social skills. Like granted, he wasn't taught any growing up. I guess. I see. But... There's no real direction for his character. There's no real direction, like politically or narratively or worldwise, that we were given. Again, outside mm -hmm. of the demons, they're massing. But 
yeah, it it needs a direction, and it doesn't yeah. have one. I think the big issue is sort of you sort of touched on there, Mike. It's like why why is he going to school? And they even kind of point this out as we said earlier. You have the scene with the teacher. They're like, we can't teach him anything. He should be teaching us. He's that good. Yeah. And like, I think literally the only justification they give is like, well, he has to make some friends his own age. He can only do that at school. Like, uh, I mean, I guess that's uh, that's fine. I, mean, I it, guess it is, but... but it is. It really does just become. It still is. Why is he at? Yeah, I mean, the only real thing I can think they can do with the whole school angle is because he's going to be doing his old ultimate magic society or whatever, and you do that in yeah. kind of similar to what, and I hate bringing up his name, but uh, what Harry Potter does mm-hmm. in one of the later films yeah, where Harry's yeah. then teaching them. Uh, oh, um, the, the secret club army. they do. Yeah. yeah, Dumbledore's army, that's what they call that's, it. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Like, it becomes like a thing where Shin is now going to teach S-Class. Yeah, that, that's effectively what it is. It's he's He's teaching them how to be super awesome. But, yeah. Okay, but I, I also got this comparison. But then when I thought about it, it, it still doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Because the reason why Dumbledore's army in Harry Potter exists is because you have Umbridge's character intentionally making their learning shit. Like, she's, she's like intentionally... They're not learning defense yeah. against dark arts. Like, they, they are... She's literally making their education worse on purpose. And so they're like, right, we'll take it into our own hands to learn our own stuff. And it becomes more of a becomes more of a, like a club where they just have fun with it, and because they're having fun with it, they're learning more, etc. I mean, it also helps to have the magic room of bullshit. They yeah. do have the magic room of bullshit, yes. Uh, which mean, should be used far more than entire that. universe. Yeah, that's an entire universe <laughs> of magical bullshit, and yes. uh, well, it's well yes. established by that point that you. Yeah, but anyway, I've again, got away a from thing that. that lets me turn back time. Let's conveniently sweep that under the rug for six books. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's probably one of the best decisions that could have been made after that. Oh, story. I completely yeah, agree. Pro yeah. <laughs> tip: Don't introduce time travel. Yeah, when when you inject time travel into any story, it's generally a mistake. But in this, so the comparison I get is apt. But in this, there's no necessity for that group. There's no reason for it to exist. Like, what does this character gain from starting his version of that? What does he get out of it? He just is there and he's teaching other people magic. Why doesn't he just start his own damn school? <laughs> With blackjack and hookers. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, why do you need to be here? You've clearly got your friends and stuff and you want to teach your friends more magic. Cool, you don't need a club for that. You don't need a formalized thing. They're just like, yeah, you start your own thing. Why? There's no need for this. Yeah. Just, uh... I think to me, it more came across of like, you have to join a school club. And in this case, they're like, just make your own. You have to join a small club, your own club. All right, I'll join the tennis team. I don't know, like... Well, that's the thing. I don't think they have... The traditional sort of clubs. Yes, they the don't. They call them research. Yeah. yeah, like everything seems to be magic related. Like, there, there doesn't seem to just be the tennis club. Well, the... you know what? He's really good at making up his own magic because he's got people knowledge, whatever. Yeah, he just needs to make Quidditch. <laughs> well, why doesn't he just actually do research? Well, I think the point is he probably <laughs> will. I mean, like, you let well. him get there, Mike. He's only just set up the club. Ugh, pointless club. <laughs> I, I, in fairness, we've not even seen it in action yet, so I feel calling it pointless is a bit harsh. I'm calling it pointless because Give everything in this session. is pointless. Like, historically speaking, everything in this manga has been some degree of pointless. <laughs> so 
So I'm assuming, based on past facts, future trends. Oh, no, I'm not saying you know, that's it. That's where the narrative will be. But, you know, I don't begrudge him having been in the club for one time. <laughs> uh, that's your loss. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, after this episode, I'm never going to think of this series again. So. Oh, my God, spoilers. No, you'll think is about it, it at least once is more. Is it a... Uh, that's, oh, yeah. Is it, is it a spoiler? Really? I feel the past hours made it very clear. I don't know. This I think this. I, I, think I this don't know. You might pull a mic on us and be like, you know, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm going to go out and buy it all. And no, honestly, here's a point. Into no Mago fan club and get my. No, because what will happen is he'll buy volume three and then he'll realize he's not recording the podcast on it afterwards <laughs> and be very sad because he has no one to shit on it with. <laughs> That's never stopped me before. To be fair. <laughs> also, to be perfectly fair, if he did, I'd be like, oh, yeah, come on. Let's, let's, <laughs> How about let's... we bring back the old SAO pub shit-talking days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to this banger, like, I think it's impossible to spoil, because literally anything <laughs> could happen. I mean, I can literally spoil it for you if you want. Well, you could, and then we'd be like, oh, that's very generic and forget about it. I, yes, I, I, unless, unless the words, and then Shin dies come out of your mouth, I don't think there's anything really that would surprise me about Honestly, oh, boy, yeah. have I got a surprise. No, no. Like, honestly, if they pulled an episode three attack on Titan and killed the main character, I, I would be equally nonplussed, but also surprised. I wouldn't, because that then implies there's someone stronger than Shin. Yeah, that's Which, true. Then well, that, the oh, question, why isn't everyone sucking his dick? That's one of the main issues, right? In order for there to be any real conflict in this, there has to be someone stronger than Shin. Or at mm. least, at least on his level. Otherwise, there's no stakes whatsoever in any fight ever. Like, the closest I mean, I'm thing... Gonna, I'm gonna break this to you, Mike. There's no stakes. <laughs> okay. Whatsoever. Okay, they're always gonna I win mean, Dragon Ball Z. But <laughs> they're always going to win in Dragon Ball Z, but there's you still feel like there's stakes involved. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, in that series, someone could actually die. No, yes, no, no, be brought no. back. I mean, yeah, they don't make it stick. <laughs> <laughs> like, death is not really the end in that. Actually, yeah, what am I talking about? If Shin did die this, it just wouldn't stick. He'd be like, <laughs> well, actually, I made Matt Perfect clone jutsu, so now all my memories get downloaded <laughs> into Shin 2.0, and here oh, he no. is. I, I, I read, I read the, the Bible one, so I have a concept of resurrection. <laughs> so I'll come back in three days and actually about be to say, Jesus. Give it, give it three days. <laughs> yeah. oh. I'm actually going to be a Jesus now. <laughs> like, yeah, like, okay, they spend so much time talking up how powerful this kid is and how unstoppable he is, and how he can just basically invent any magic he can possibly imagine. I mean, for, for actual reference, they do quite literally talk about how he could probably take over the world at one point, I'm sure. Yeah, like, they, they literally say, like... It... One of the early narrative things of this is, like, if Shin gets out, he could easily be, like, corrupted and turned to, like, a nation's end as a war weapon or a war asset and everything. Yep. But they don't ever really go anywhere with that plot. They're just like, oh, Christ, gotta be careful with this kid. <laughs> I mean, maybe they, they will. go anywhere with that plot except when the king's like yes yes i won't use him in my military don't worry we'll just have him go to my magic academy i'll have him go to my magic academy and make friends with my nobles <laughs> with my son yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yes. never I mean, use him in the military until they do i i know absolute power corrupts absolutely and stuff but this guy this kid is also written as like the paragon of humanity like he would never do anything wrong ever which I is just a head to guy yeah apart, yeah, apart from that tiny murder he does. No, no, self-defense. 
definitely not self-defense. He puts in actual effort into like summoning a sword out of nothing, which is apparently a thing he can do. Yeah, he's got storage magic, Mike. It's fine. <laughs> he's got hammer space in his butthole. He's got hammer space. And yeah, that one just came that, out of nowhere. That's a Fiskai trope. It literally like, came out of nowhere. I like, I totally believe he can do it because it's... Yeah, because he can do anything. Shin, fucking <laughs> suck me off McGee. But yeah, yeah the, no point in up until then have they gone, he had a sword in hammer space. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. did we just get that? Yeah. Oh, also magically did, enchanted did as well. Did use so. it against the bear? No, not that we no, saw. He, just, he had a weapon on him but it wasn't he, he definitely had a sword i don't remember if it was hammer spaced or not we also didn't even watch that fight this was in the early his early days where he was like whoa this is how my jet boots work oh <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah your jet boots <laughs> he's fucking everything everything is essentially handed to this guy there's no threats in this world uh, what are you on about handed you just had it <laughs> full stop yeah, he's the nicest guy ever. He befriends everyone he meets, and the people he doesn't befriend, they deserve death. This is why I think it's more generic than Black Summoner. Black Summoner at least had things going on. This is just <laughs> guy rocks into like, world and is God. The end. I I can absolutely see what you're saying, <laughs> and yes, I guess I do agree. To be honest, like yeah. Black Summoner, he makes friends with a funny old man in a suit of armor. <laughs> Where's the funny old man in the suit of armor in this one? <laughs> he he does at least have the pretense of being not God at the start. I don't know. Like I, I would have to reread Black Summoner, and there's no way I'm doing that. So <laughs> yeah, the, the point. So I'll have to take point, your guys' it's, word. It's, it's like it. it's like slime. Like at the start, yes, they're still pretty strong, but they're not quite at God level. Right, hey, at beginning. least in Slime, they actually show the process of him getting yeah, but stronger. That, that's the point. They do yeah, that in Black Summoner as well. He got dropped in a cave and ate it. <laughs> he did. He, he did do that, yeah. <laughs> but in this one is Man Die, Baby Born, Power. <laughs> no, no, no. Man Die, Baby Born, found by Merlin and taught nothing but magic for 15 years. Because <sighs> I don't even get the inflation from the way the series is portrayed that it was just because he happened to be taught by you know, the best in the world, as the it were, Berlin, the, world, the yeah. other guy. Because if they at least lent on that more and showed more of the lessons, then maybe you could believe, actually, no, he worked for it. But no, not yeah. really. Just... I would have loved... like Because they just... always talk about how he was just so latently talented. The implication is just he you know what? up and could do yeah, it. Yeah, you know what would have really worked with that? Would have been like, if they had like a flashback at some point and we saw that Merlin was actually a bit of an asshole and like... We could see like uh, the main character just like lying in the dust, like no, it's too hard. Like you will get up and learn this magic, that kind of thing. I add a bit of like actual drama to his backstory, and it would have actually worked. But no, Merlin's also the nicest fucking guy ever. Like everyone's the nicest guy ever, apart from that one. Apart from guy. Kurt. Apart from Kurt. Shit and even is he so nice that when Merlin does his whole "you're adopted" bit. Like he finds the perfect way to be like, nah, you're you're the only parent for me. Yeah, and, and even I mean, Kurt, even Kurt, as we're holding up as the antagonist of this whole thing, he was effectively hypnotized into being that way. Quite yes. literally. So quite yeah, literally like, brainwashed. Like we we don't see the process, but you see like his magic teacher goes to visit him while he's under house arrest, and he's like, ha ha, sticks his hand on his head, and then it's just. Yes, you should do murder, yes. It's like, no, no, you, you are the greatest. How dare those lowly commoners do all that, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, like, there's no drama in this world whatsoever. And I'm not saying it needs to be 
so dramatic that like you can't have space for anything else. It's just that literally any stakes of any kind would be nice. <laughs> any. <Yeah>. Any. <laughs> any. <laughs> I can't think of a single one. There, there won't be any. <laughs> I don't think to, there ever will. For there to be stakes, you have to then invent someone as powerful as shit, and that'll be equally yep. bullshit. So, yep. Well, I'm going to go with they revive an ancient demon of fuck you powers. The only one I can think, which they very, very briefly alluded to at one point in like the early chapters when they're doing that. Again, one of the things that bothers me, they're going like, here he is at eight years old, here he is at ten years old, here he is at fifteen years old, all in the space of one chapter for no well, reason. Well, because he's got to get to, you know, fuck boy age in time. So. He, he does, but the point <laughs> is you could have just had him at fifteen and done all of that and it'd been fine and then he'd be like yeah cool now now that you've done all that we now have to send you to school for no anyway there it would have helped if there was some drama like if you go back to the idea of merlin was actually kind of an asshole growing up at least he'd have the drama of i need to prove myself to surrogate father that kind of thing like any kind of any kind of drama for character building purposes or action purposes or anything like I have no confidence whatsoever that anything this manga is trying to present as stakes. I don't have any confidence that any of it will no. ever feel earned, ever. So I think, as I said, it's something they sort of allude to at some point. It's a very throwaway, and you kind of see it as you mentioned, like Kurt stuff. Obviously, humans can become demons when certain things happen which they kind of don't really clarify greatly so i think it's like a throwaway line like they go out of control and then all of a sudden congrats you're a demon yeah like... i suppose the concern is what happens if that happens with him all of a sudden your godlike character is now an even godlier like demon i guess there is some like that, that is an ever present Okay, so I do see what threat, you're saying. Threat feels like a generous word for it. But... Yeah, I do see what you're saying, but I also do not believe it would work. This guy would be like, no, yeah, I'm too the, pure I... and good for that to work. Things I don't think it would ever happen, and I think even if it did happen, I think he would be the one time mm -hmm. some, something, someone would figure out how to stop it. And no, no, it he, he, he would have like an internal conflict with his his uh he'd, he'd follow Ichigo a, style Ichigo moment yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, being, you're being very charitable here because he learns sense evil so um, <laughs> yeah he'll just be like no, no you're a demon cleave <laughs> <laughs> he learned uh sent maliciousness yeah whatever it was i still believe like a demon will come up and be like you're a demon cut <laughs> yeah but we're saying him turning into a demon yeah but you would be able to you need a corrupting influence and i'm saying that you never get like the corrupting influence would never get a chance to start because he'd be like, "You're uh, evil." I see what um, you're saying, yeah. But is uh, is whether you specifically need the influence in sort of the way we saw with Kurt, or if because, for example, we see like as you said, there's this bear that's been turned into a demon. Presumably, that wasn't directly influenced in that way. Something just happened, and it became a demon. Oopsie, so it's whether something like that happens with him. Yeah, that's that'll be like the volume 15 reveal that Earlshide actually is a fucking evil country. And <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm never gonna find out. So, um... <laughs> oh, and I would I would like to point out that all the time we're talking about this guy being turned into a demon, he turns into 
an angry guy and the whites of his eyes have turned black. And that's he does it. get stronger. He, he gets and stronger. He loses, he loses loses his restraint, shall we say. Not sure, but like when we say he anyway. transformed into a demon, it sounds like he's gone like a full bodily... Oh, like, he doesn't like, no, no, no. Like no, no. He's just a dude no, no. still. <laughs> but that's the thing. As far as we're aware, the only difference from regular people to demons or regular animals to their demonic form is that their eyes are black and they have higher than way higher than normal magic and also they're a little bit berserk i guess yeah you it's... you know if if like the teacher character you just stick a blindfold over your eyes no one would know problem solved sure apart from being a bit angry Half of the bit where half the students seem to be like they were a bit suspicious, and <laughs> so clearly they did know. I mean, I, I, do, no, no, I just no. love. They, they said something was suspicious about him. They didn't go like he's a demon. I just love that because there's know, no I like. Just, if the prince of the country is going, that person's a bit suspicious. Surely you'd be like looking into. Now all I'm saying, Sean. Is, okay. And I know you won't know this because you've not played it. Oh, Ocarina well, of Time. I how dare you? I know Ocarina of Time. You yeah, know it. Me too. You totally. It. You have fucking. The dumbest thing ever, where it's like, you go and meet Princess Zelda, and she's like, oh, hey, you see that guy there? And points to Gandalf. He's fucking evil. I know it. He's not done anything, but I know it. He's evil. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, you're right, but <laughs> he's done nothing. We don't know her backstory. For we know, she's picked it up from like years of knowing him. <laughs> I think the implication is that was his first visit, but y- yes. Just, ugh. Also, I mean, look at it. A male Gerudo? Ugh, freak. Happens once every hundred years, don't you know? And the one they got was evil, for fuck's sake. I believe the implication is it's always Ganondorf. Yeah, so they're always evil. Uh, Well, yes. In which case, it makes even more sense that she's like, (laughs) evil! Now, that right there is profiling. That's not okay. Yeah, (laughs) racial profiling at that. That is super not okay. So... Anything else you want to say about Kenjin Omeyo? The only thing, reason I pointed out the, the art of that <laughs> one guy in the first place was because the only thing physically that's different about him, appearance-wise, is the whites of his eyes are black. And the only reason, person who points it out is the protagonist. Like, that guy is a demon. And everyone's just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> he could have just murdered a random guy. I mean, fairness, he does. The guy does try to cast a fireball on them. I know, I know. Them, so. I'm being very facetious on that one. I, just say, it funny. Say, I think you were being very <laughs> facetious on that. Like, I, I was. I just, I just found the idea funny. Of like, he's just had a disagreement with some guy, and like, he's a demon. Kill him. <laughs> no, don't. That's murder. Uh, don't be saying that. <laughs> but it's be, cool. That, Everyone that will be fine pa- with it. That will be power corrupting, and that'll never happen to Shin. Never Shin happen. is. Chin is 10 morality. Well, I don't know. Like, if he actually did murder people, people would be, like, super happy with it. Yeah, 10 morality. Yeah, like, it was the greatest good. I walked into a room, I cleaved everyone's head off, and this was the greatest good I could have done. <laughs> yes. And I it believe that is... no one listening to this. I was going to say, I... Yeah. Okay, some. Maybe yeah. one person will get that in joke. <laughs> Oh, but no, I have nothing else to say about this, and frankly, I'm surprised we talked this long about it. So am I. Phil, anything you want to add? Nah. Good. So, in that case, we'll move to how we always end these things. We ask me and Mike, would we read more? Would we buy it, though you can't? And would we watch the anime adaptation? And in Phil's case, would he buy it if he could? Would he watch it, which he could? And would he recommend it, which he better not? 
So, uh, let's start with Mike. Yeah. Uh-huh. Would I? Ooh, that's a tough one. Would I read, watch, or buy it? Here's the thing. It's generic enough that I already have done those things. <laughs> I was going to say, we watched Sword Art Online. <laughs> Sorry, okay, no. Uh, that's ooh. an insult to Sword Art. You're right. Yeah, but I wouldn't say this is the same as Sword Art Online. I'd say Sword Art is distinct enough. But yeah, um, no, <laughs> I wouldn't. Because this thing, even when it has something which you could construe as positive, it's just boring. Nothing fucking happens. Boy goes to school and is good at everything. We didn't even touch on like how he's just a martial arts genius and how the re- way he, a way the female protagonist enter the story is he literally stops a mugging in an alley of them or an attempted no, it's not a assault. That they're trying to pick them up. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> they the thing even points out at that point that oh, so cliche stuff does happen to in even in this world. It's like. My dude, just because you lampshade it doesn't make it okay. You're still doing a cliche thing. We need to have a reason why she wets her pants thinking of Shin. And there you go. This character is a Gary Stu. There is no stakes. Now, Gary Stu's usually more restrained. (laughs) There is no reason to keep reading this thing. No reason. No payoff it'll give you. I I don't have any confidence that any payoff it'll ever give you will be satisfying. Because two volumes, seven chapters. Let's be generous and say that this was a weekly series. Can you imagine reading this for almost two months and not have any kind of care or connection to anything in this world because there's no stakes involved whatsoever? God, this is, I dare say, was a waste of time. <laughs> All of this was a waste of time. And we li- wasted your time, listener, making us rant about it. So, no. No thank you to all questions above, because, yeesh, I'd rather do literally anything else. Okay, maybe not literally. I'd rather do most other things. I mean, I heard no thank you, which means he still has a place in his heart for this series. He's being well, blind. I just, when I say things like, I would rather do literally anything else, I then remember some of the other shit we've read <laughs> on this podcast. I'm like, you know what? No, I would rather read this instead of it, that. It does not hit that bar. No, because it's not like... It, it's kind of brushing the edge of insulting. It's not insulting. Like, it doesn't insult you as such. But it's like, this is so dumb and generic and stakeless that you're like, man, I, you really wasted my time with this, didn't you? That's a bit... Mm, I'm not happy about that, but I guess I'm not mad yet. So, yeah. Fair. I, I can't disagree with anything. Yeah, it's... it's uh, uh, as, as for me, yeah, it's... It's got all of the usual like check marks. It's like it's an isekai, but it barely justifies it outside of one token thing. Check. The overpowered to fucking back protagonist who has no real moral code whatsoever. Check. The sense that kind of nothing, like whether they're friend or foe, really matters at all. Check. It's just very much you've read one of these, you've read this. You combine that with an art style that I don't think it's bad at art. I think, as I've said, its characters are well-defined, if not brilliant designs. But, like, it's great at the basics of art, especially because it's predominantly focused on characters over, like, backgrounds or world settings or anything. But it's just... Like, that's probably the nicest thing I can say, really. I just stopped caring about this in, in record time. 
So I feel, so would I read more? No. Would I buy it? Can't, but no. Would I watch it? No. What I would do is if I was desperate for something like this, I would go and boot up Trails of Cold Steel, a uh, PS4 slash, sorry, PS3 slash PS Vita slash PS4. I think it's on Steam and Switch these days as well, JRPG, which has a class, which has a magic high school that they go to with a class of like special S people who are the strongest, the specials. Some of them are nobility, some of them are commoners, so it does a better classes system. The protagonist is powerful, but not a walking god, at least not in the first game. It just everything I could want from this series is done better in Trails of Cold Steel, so I would just go play Trails of Cold Steel, which is just a good JRPG, and that would give me everything I would want from this universe. And uh, also, like sum up, uh, when because I'm part of these things these days, I always have a look on like reviews and stuff, and I uh, pulled this lovely quote from a uh, Yurcha on Mal, who had uh, this to say, and I could not agree more with this. Kenjin Omago is for two types of people, rabid fans of the isekai genre or people who haven't been introduced to the isekai genre. Why? Because Kenjin Omago is the definition of mediocre. It's both what isekai fans want and what new readers to isekai should, on average, expect. And yeah, that pretty much sums it up. So to conclude then, let's go to said rabid fan of the isekai genre, Phil. Would you? What? No. Would you buy this no. if you could? Would you watch it on Crunchyroll? And would you recommend it? Or would you recommend insert any other isekai here? I would not buy this. It It is... I feel like calling it a generic isekai is almost a bit unfair to the genre in a way. Because it just feels so much more... more... I don't know how to describe that one. Like it's just, it feels like it just goes to the extreme with everything, and everything has to be in the context of here is our main character and how he is great and amazing and how everyone wants to suck his dick. It's like you you could just not. So no, I would not buy it. Uh, would I watch it? Mm, probably not. I do have a Crunchyroll account, so it's not costing me anything. Maybe if I was bored, I might watch a couple of episodes to see what it's like. To be perfectly honest, I imagine you would get through two volumes worth that we've read in probably two episodes. So I imagine you'd get quite a lot out of 12 episodes. And hey, maybe the fight scenes are pretty nice. I don't, I don't know. But I'm in no rush to watch it. And dear God, no, I would not recommend this over probably any of the other Iskai we've read with the exception of one or two of the more problematic ones. Yep, there you go. A resounding no thank you from all of us on this. But uh you know you know what I would say yes please to? No. Oh okay, well there we go. Done. Uh twitch.tv slash Pazekra. Oh I didn't understand the segue you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> You can find me at twitch.tv slash Pazekra, B-E-R-I-C-K-R-E-R, and assuming it's not completely imploded, find me at Twitter, the same name. You can say the same thing about Twitch these days, assuming that hasn't imploded, you can find me there. Let's, let's see what happens in the future of the internet together, shall we? Yeah, you can, you can go check out that fun stuff over on his Twitch. And now, it's time 
to everyone's favorite part of the show. Phil's Red to Girlfriend Update Corner. Oh, fucking no. I don't think it's Phil's favorite part of the show. Um, uh, we haven't recorded in three weeks, so I'm expecting a lot of plot. I don't remember what was the last air quote plot we had. They'd finished Twister. Yeah, they were playing was, Twister. They they definitely finished Twister. A guy came and was like, "I like you, but no, don't tell me the answer." And riveting. Darkness saw that and was got depressed and went into form cock mode. <laughs> you mean he wasn't out. already? <laughs> oh my. So if we want to do a flashback of Rent Girlfriend. Just just stick the chastity cage on him already and be done with it. Christ. Just fucking kill me and be done with it. <laughs> there, there, there was literally a chapter way back where he's having fantasies, delusions, whatever you want to call them, oh, of no. her being banged by another dude who for, some reason, now. Got it. who for some reason was uh, wearing a beret. Dunno. And then, you know, you just have to see his hard-on, because that's what we had to see. So, yes, yep, he's very definitely, much... <sighs> definitely needed that, yep. Right. Right. Well. And that, yeah. So, reminiscent of that. What fun. And by fun, I mean horseshit. Yes. Enjoy the third season of that that's airing, I think. I think it will probably have that scene in it, I imagine. Oh, no. But uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at King, assuming the bluebird has not died. And of course, as I said at the top, you can follow the podcast as a whole. We're at TrashMangaCast on Twitter, and we are now at TrashMangaFriends on the other social medias, your Instagram, your TikTok, your Facebook, your Pinterest, your Tumblr, and your Mastodon. Again, not much content on there at the moment, but uh, we'll hopefully be ramping up as the next month or so continues. And of course, subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you use, Spotify or Apple or Google or Stitcher or TuneIn. We're on all of them. So hit that subscribe button, get rating, review us, tell your friends, leave a comment on there about what you feel the latest episode was like. I do see everything and we all uh, have a good time getting to look over uh, your feedback and your comments. It is much beloved. But as quickly as one trash is Kai's covered, there's already 50 more getting anime adaptations. So before I reincarnate myself out of depression, what is the next series getting truck-cunned, Phil? How, how dare you? We, we would never do another Isakai on this show. See, when you say stuff like that, it makes me think you're about to introduce another Isakai. No, no, no. Why would I do that much? Mm-hmm. Do you know what we've not had in a while? What's that? Um, shonen. I'm... Something good. I'm, I'm going to ignore that last one because... Hang on, I might be able to rebuttal this. What was the one we did last time? Last time was Oh no, QED, QED wasn't good. Um, uh, Dark Gatherings um, before that. Real oh, Life no. before that. Oh no, this isn't going well. Fairy Tale, you're <laughs> right, we've not had a single good one this year. <laughs> but... Fairy Tale. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think Fairy Tail is great. <laughs> no, 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 Sean, we established this. It's award-winning, therefore it's good. No. You, that that you, was the rule you yourself said. This, you is very, this is very much a misinterpretation of what I've said, as I've realised. All I'm saying is, you can't train strikers. <laughs> and therefore, you must start a battle royale to train a striker. Anyway. <laughs> no, we haven't had a good old rom-com in a while, Mike. 
Yeah, I was hoping that train could continue you know, for I, some time. I know how you love your rom-coms. You've been misinformed. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't. You know, all those rom-com series we did last year, you're yeah. like, oh man, Phil, I love them so much, can we have some more? I believe my actual statement was something to the effect of, if we do another one of these, I'm going to claw my eyes out, then die. Uh, well, paraphrasing. You'll you'll find and out I, what happens. What, what are you that. talking about? They were they were both like we had two semi finalists last year that were uh, rom coms, and then I died. And you yourself was like Tomo Chad is a good rom com. <laughs> Begrudgingly, <laughs> changing his mind. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time we're doing the world God only knows. Man, that's a. Uh, don't know what that series is. God only knows if I like it. Well, we'll, we'll yeah. know if you claw your eyes out and die, basically, on the <laughs> episode or not. Yeah, it's it's going to be a depressing episode for me and Phil, because I can already see where it's going. So, uh, <laughs> stay tuned in a fortnight for the world God only knows. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you then. Goodbye! <laughs>